And now, the Wadfam Chalkpod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. I'm Andrew Sabo. And uh, this is it, guys. This is it. We have finished the Novacom saga. The box. It's, it's empty now. This is the last drop. <laughs> the Nova box is empty. Exactly. If you look on the underside, it says Veil Industries. <laughs> Whatever that is. It's not a planet. And it does have a website? Maybe? <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. This is it, though. What I is know. This? Is, this, is this episode... 499. Yeah, this is 499. Exit. Exit. That's it. Yep. This is the last one. Final episode of Novacom, final episode, episode of the X series. And Battle Lines. The final album. episode of Battle Lines, the album, final episode in the 400s. Exactly. So much is happening. Do, do you think that they tried that? Absolutely. That's smart. Yeah. Good for them. Because episode, episode 500 is like a clip show. Yeah. And then like 501 is the Adventures and Odyssey's 15th anniversary. Um, and 502 is like focus on the family's 25th anniversary wow like they just did a bunch of like big episodes in a row because they that... took time off probably yeah yep as and, a recovery and yeah do, do we I, have a promo do we do we do have a promo andrew i think that's what we do now we, we have a promo a countdown. We've got 19 minutes to turn this thing off. A quest. I have a plan. Five minutes to go. With an ominous sign for the future. Connie could be in bigger trouble. They won't make it in time. I have nothing to lose. Is this the beginning of the end or the end of the beginning? Only three minutes left. Connie. Don't miss Exit, the exciting conclusion of the Novacom saga. Next on Adventures in Odyssey. Wow. Is this the beginning of the end or the end of the beginning? Dun dun dun. Uh, what does What does the <laughs> Got to get over 30 seconds. <laughs> what does the end of the beginning mean? I don't know. I don't know. They make it very clear that this is the end of it. Like what? <laughs> the final episode of the Novacom so- uh, saga. It's the end of the beginning. <laughs> But is it even the beginning of the end? I mean, no. I feel like the beginning of the end was the previous episode. Yeah. Or the or, episode before that. Or even this album. Yeah. But, like, I feel like the following action has been, like, all of this, like, yeah. these last couple. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I figured the climax is the tower blowing up. The climax is definitely the tower blow- blowing up. And then. And then this is all, like, falling action. So yeah, it's There's been a lot of action. That's for sure. It's been like two and a half episodes mm-hmm. of that were the beginning of the end. Yes, exactly. But, but this is not the end of the beginning or the beginning of the end. Neither. You're wrong, Mister Promo Man. <laughs> but we did. Get I mean, a normal he didn't promo. actually say if it was either of them. He said, "Is this or, or is, is this?" He posed a question. There, there could be a third option that he's not saying. D, all of the above. <laughs> it's both. <laughs> it's the beginning of the beginning. Exactly. Take us way back. Way, way back to the tower. First coming up, and then we get like an Arthur, you know, like... Oh, you never watched Arthur, did you? I have watched Arthur. Okay, you know, like the dream sequence, and it goes... And then the screen, like, does the weird melty thing. Mm-hmm. There it is. Now you know. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week when we take a break and we talk about <laughs> Arthur. <laughs> we do uh... Arthur podcast. <laughs> Listen, that, that we've had worse ideas. <laughs> I've had many. All right, guys, getting into it.
So uh, we start off where we ended, basically. Uh, right after. Yeah. And this is Wit and Tom driving to the poorly named Forest Mountain. Exactly. Poorly named Forest Mountain. It's funny because the intro music that they cut into, it sounded like they were going to do another news report. At least for a little yes. bit. I no, was like, it, it is the news report sound. And I was like, oh, we're starting with the news report again. No. Nope. Just action nope. music. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it is. Because it, it had the... Uh, there's always that like, in the background of like the of like yeah yeah of like breaking news stuff right. And is that in the back of this? I think so. Yeah, I think it it definitely had that feel to it. Call us out, please, if we're wrong. If it doesn't have the do 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 do. Yep. Tweet at us, please. We love people to tweet corrections. Yes, please. And just tweet in general. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't tweet much, but I do tweet at the Wadfam Chalkpod, so there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so this is the first scene of a record 28. In this episode? Yeah. How many was last episode? Uh, 24? Something like that. Last episode, like, they don't normally post, like, a count of yeah. scenes. The way I broke it down, I had more than 28, but mm-hmm. the official guide lists exit is having the record for the most scenes in a single show of adventures and odyssey with 28 that's crazy. most episodes average 10 to 14 yeah it feels incredibly hectic but this one didn't feel as much as the last one no because the last one we were cutting back and forth between we're still cutting back and forth between stuff i don't know i think that these just they let the scenes play out a little bit longer well they were all playing around one plot line it was just it was cutting from different people's that's perspective. true so it was that's, like there's the bad guys yeah. there's the good guys that you're are right. here there's the good guys that are here you're right whereas and they last phone episode call was transitions too yeah last episode was jumping between a bunch of different stuff a bunch of different timelines so yeah, yeah. and who knows there might be more than 28 in the years since this book was published but, maybe i but i but yeah for I'm sure. Chad, yeah. For sure, at the time, this was the record. Unless, I don't know why they would have any reason to do more than this. Like, Right, no, I mean, through album 50, yeah, we're, we're at the record of 28, so. Yeah, and so then we then we cut to uh, Wit on the phone with Jason, um, kind of telling him, basically telling him that they're at the, or they're, they're going to the shed, basically, Yep. Or the, the old tower, right? Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to Jason and Borland. Uh, it cuts to the chairman. Oh! I missed that. This so, is a problem with these freaking cuts. So, yeah. So, it goes... This is because this is the first time we're ever hearing the chairman. The chairman. Um, and additionally, the... Who's um, the chairman voiced by? Do you know? Uh, so, the chairman is voiced by Brian Cummings. Okay. Um, voice of Armitage Shanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the stove in Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> the original Really? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> wow. Weird pool. Um, <laughs> thanks IMDb. Yeah. He does, he does a lot of like, he, he's done a lot of voice work, but much, but nothing, nothing huge. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, he's probably more famous for voicing Sully in the video games of Monsters, Inc., Really? Sully in the video games of Monster? Did they make a Monster Inc. video game? Apparently. Probably for Game, game Boy, Boy and PS2. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. 
They made so many PS2 games. They did. That's crazy. Yeah. Not an Adventures in Odyssey one, though. They should have. Actually, I feel like Adventures in Odyssey lends itself to video games pretty well. Yeah. We should uh, we should we should do that answer. Get on that with my advanced programming knowledge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I'm not even lying though, because if you think about like like the Lego Star Wars games where they like go into different episodes and stuff, mm-hmm. and like you would like go through the door and then you'd yeah yeah like yeah I don't know do do a Harlow Doyle video game. Or <laughs> you're just incompetently yeah. <laughs> solving mysteries. I mean, it fits itself with like the Lego jokiness where it just kind of like falls apart and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh. Um, the other thing here is, so it's him talking to his henchmen, mm-hmm. and they're gonna flee to Connellsville. Yes. The henchmen here, because I initially just had him down as henchmen, and then in cross-referencing with the AIO wiki, he's credited on there as Barry Munts. Oh! Um. So who, Barry's, who is, um, the man who stole the Imagination Station in the first place. Right. Interesting. So, Callback. Yeah. There's so many callbacks I don't, this episode. There is so many callbacks. I don't know why it's Barry. He was like he doesn't need threatened to and told to like leave the country last time. Yeah. And there is a chance that because I don't know how all the AIO wiki like they don't have sources for a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So I don't know if this was like an officially released thing or if it's just the same voice actor. Mm. Um but mm. but yeah. Random Barry. Thing. I guess Weird. it could very well be him. I guess more right. likely that he wouldn't be, but yeah, only it, by it literally could go either way, and it doesn't make a difference on the story. No, not at all. <laughs> Thanks, Wiki. Yep. And so this whole like these first handful of scenes all cut with no transition music. Yeah, and it's a really different feel for the series. It's jarring. Yeah. So this, so the scene with the with the henchman with barry mm. and and the chairman then we transition on borland kicking in a door yeah and it sounds like oh like he just kicked into their room yeah but then no he's we, not he's not at all yeah and so he and jason are just continuing to search through i assume the novacom headquarters yeah um for satellite information. Or for information about this upload to the satellite the launch date yes and um they're talking about trying to get a hold of mitch basically yeah they're trying like to... we really like we really which mitch mitch was here yeah <laughs> i think my note is say it says uh, that mitch was off frenching his girlfriend when the girl when the world was in danger uh <laughs> but we don't actually he's not actually with connie no where is he well he's going to meet up with connie like we, so we find out later in the episode, like, he mentions having flowers in the car. Yeah. So my guess is, like, he left the FBI. Yeah. I don't know where they're headquartered, yeah. but got picked up flowers, maybe some other stuff, yeah. freshened up a little bit. Yeah. When, and, and, then, over. and then pulls into Whitsand and runs into Nick, which we'll... We'll get into later. Yeah. Um, and then... Because, yeah, all this stuff's happening in a short enough time that I think that kind of makes sense. That was also something that this episode... that um, In the next scene, they talk about, like, um, Wit and Tom are in the shed. They break into the shed. Yeah. Um, and they find all this, like, radio equipment and stuff. And it's, like, clearly, like, okay, this is the place where this operation is based out of. But there's a timer 
for um, 19 minutes for yep. when this launch thing. And I was like, oh, like, I wonder if that's like arbitrary. That seems oddly specific. And then I go and check. There's 19 minutes left in the episode. Yeah. So yeah. it really does paint this very like tense picture of yeah. back and forth. Yeah. It's an interesting, it's an interesting thing because they do, they then like the one minute thing happens way before the, the last one minute of the show, the last minute of the show. But it doesn't seem like it's an accident to drop the 19-minute drop when there is 19 minutes left in the episode. Uh, yeah, well, and and my thing is, like, why would they... It's a 22-minute episode, and it's wrapping up an entire series worth of plot. Like, yeah. they could have made it a little bit longer. They yeah, could have made it. It, like, is, it is surprising that this one doesn't have additional audio or anything. Well, it's, 20, it's 22 minutes, and the whole last minute and a half two minutes is a wrap-up is like chris wrap-up cutting back to like moral and stuff like that yeah so it's like it's it's 20 minutes of just guns blazing yeah and they kind of but it's done in a way that i think is really good oh they do a great job i have good feelings like this episode i liked better than the last one better than almost every other episode that we've covered it's really really, as far as a standalone episode um and i guess i mean we can do it now or we can do it later as far as like overall feelings but the amount of callbacks are really good yeah yeah Yeah, we can we can get into it later hit on some of that stuff later oh this this whole scene where they're talking about the timer and whatnot yeah right before that you have uh the chairman and henchman taking off in In their in their helicopter and they Um, see wit right and they see wit and tom breaking yeah. in and then they don't see tom oh right right right. that's very important yeah they, that they do don't not see tom. tom they see wit breaking in and they see um or they see wit like pulling up yeah and they um and he the chairman mentions that that charles has another plan for wit yeah that charles has another plan for wit and we have like of course wit is coming and stuff like that like it yeah. does the chairman seems to put this idea forward that like you know, that Wit is their kryptonite and that, like, he's he's the reason that everything's falling apart. Right. Which kind of is, kind of isn't. I don't know. But yeah. it's very interesting. And then, because we get that kind of a, like, superhero yep. f- figure and then we get that again later with Mitch. Yep. Like. Yeah. And we get, we get helicopter sounds because they're in mm-hmm. a helicopter, which sounds yeah. great. And we cut then to, to the ground yeah. with Wit and Tom and they comment on the helicopter. You can hear it in the background now. Yeah, and it's another musicless transition. That's so good. It's, yeah, it's it's seamless. And Tom says something like, "You know, you don't see too many helicopters around here. I wonder if that's Charles." Yeah. Um, yeah. Turns out it is. Yep. And, well, it's not Charles, but it's yeah. the chairman. Yeah. Um, and so then they they break into a a shed that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, Wick gets a crowbar from his car. Yep. Um. The Tom references. Why does would have a crowbar in his car? I don't know. I mean, it could be like a tire jack. I yeah, suppose. but he does say crowbar, which is weird. Um, th- Tom makes the mention that this is like the shed by his tower, but yeah. bigger. Yeah. We. I don't think we've ever had reference to, to there a being shed. a shed by his tower. There's one on the cover art. Yeah. But it is not really by the tower. No. Like it's in the foreground, and then there's the tree line, and then there's the tower. Yes. And also, I feel like if there was a tower by or if there was a shed by his tower 
that would maybe have been the thing to break into rather than climbing up the tower. Yes. It's just, it's a weird, a I don't thing know. that's unnecessary. I don't know why, kind of yeah, I don't know why itself. that line of him being like, oh, this is like the one by my tower, but bigger. If that had been an established thing, I would have been like, okay, great. Because it's not, it feels self-defeating. Yeah. yeah. It's so, like, why, why so, would you do this? You didn't yeah. need to. It was fine. Right. Um, Stop ruining your own story, Odyssey. Yeah. And the only other thing of note here, which is um, Tom being like, like, isn't that breaking and entering? Oh, yeah. And Wit says that he'll ask Borland for a search warrant later. <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just like ask him like an IOU on the search warrant a so nice, I can commit this felony. A nice retrospective search warrant. A retroactive, not retrospective. He is a superhero. He can do whatever he wants. It's really funny. Considering he's not blowing up an entire city, I feel like he's doing all right as superheroes concerned. Yeah, fair. And then um, I'm talking to you, man of steel. I, th- I, th- I think we got that. I think we got that. Um, and then, and then we, uh, we commercial break. Yeah. Um, and come back in on... The same scene. Right. Um, Which threw me off a little bit. And yes. was there music? Yeah, there was a music yeah. fade yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, because you commercial break music. And, yeah. then, and then we get Tom's line. So they do like the classic, like yeah. when you go out on a scene for a commercial break and then come back on a scene in like any medium, you always have it recap the previous thing. Yeah. Like you either... Like I can't believe scene, that that just happened. Right. Have a scene commercial break and then come in on a different scene or you have a scene commercial break come in on the same scene with them basically doing a different take of the same line Hmm. it's really common in like cartoon animation yeah um where they'll like have it it shot from a different angle but the person is basically saying what they just said in a slightly different way or in like the like even more like like the less nuanced way of doing it is to, you know, you cut on a, a line of like that's kind of cliffhangery, and then you come back in on that the same, same line, line, and then they're finishing. Um, it. Yeah, and so and so that's, that's an interesting an interesting like director's choice. I think. Yeah, it seems it feels like most of the time when Odyssey goes to commercial, they come back and it's a different the scene. scene has changed, but yeah. because this one is literally the same time, it comes back and it's yeah. Tom saying. You know, it takes me longer than 19 minutes to figure out my alarm clock. Wait. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's such a good line. I love it. 19 minutes to turn this thing off. It takes me longer than 19 minutes to turn on my alarm. Yep. Oh, what a what a hero! I love Tom this episode. Yeah, if, yeah, it's it's really good. I want to take a moment just real quick because if we're talking character arcs here, it is perfect to have Tom being the one that um, ultimately dismantles novacom yep. considering uh-huh. that it started there and it basically is ending on his yep. property but in a kind of identical situation right it started with the tower on his property it's now ending with him stopping the tower he was also accused of yeah blowing up the tower and got off oh yeah we missed the line earlier when they're going to break in and he's like isn't that breaking and entering <laughs> and he's like i'm an old jailbird what are they gonna do to me <laughs> It's so good. It's so good. Tom is like, it's so good because he's like so nervous and like, like there's later when he's trying to like shut down the device and he's like on the phone with Jason. He's like, I'm sweating bullets here already, Jason. I need help. Yeah. He's like this nervous, like giddy joke machine, and it's really good. And I like, 
I like so much of what they do with his character where it's like, this is clearly not his wheelhouse and yeah. he is struggling, but he's not incompetent. No, no. And he is trying like, and he's trying and he succeeds. Like yeah. he does it all. Yeah. But there are, there are moments like when he's, when it's how to spell triumphant and yeah. those sorts of things. E-N-T. Right. Is it E-N-T or I-N-T? It's A-N-T, Tom. <laughs> um, but I like, I like that it's, yeah, I, I, I just, I like the way he does it. It's where, a really good Tom episode. Where, yeah, where he's not this fumbling idiot who, like, stumbles into saving the day. Yeah. Like, he genuinely does it, and it's And he overcomes his own odds, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is so good. It's, it's so good. It's great. And the same thing we get, uh, we'll get into it. Um, so basically, they call, they're in the shed. They yep. call Jason to figure things out. Yeah, well, Jason, we, we calls Jason and then has to, he can't, there's no cell signal in the barn. Yeah. Or in the shed. So he walks outside to do the call. Jason's like, okay, like you can call me there's a phone in there and they don't yeah. know if they should use it and just like look you're just gonna have to use it yeah Wit walks back in the phone rings and he's like oh jason, jason. must have figured it out and it's then charles holding it's, connie yep. hostage yep oh my gosh yeah i forgot about that yeah yeah i i had memory of tom being the one to actually yeah, stop yeah. the thing and so when wit has to walk outside for the call i was like oh is that how it works like is wit taking the call and then just yelling instructions into tom like is yeah. that the thing yeah um no so no. wit has to take off because charles has kidnapped connie and basically he says like you have to come get her otherwise you know whatever like um yeah basically i have her held hostage and you have to come get her and so then he kind of like I don't know if he just like puts the phone down a little bit, but he's like Tom, you have to stay here and figure this out yep. with Jason. No, he hangs he, up because Charles says he'll call him up on his cell. Then oh, okay. As Wit drives into town, yeah, and you so, have to so you have to call Jason. You have to you have to figure this out because they don't yep. know that you're here, here. Here's the number for Jason. He doesn't seem to know you're here. Yeah, like I have to go rescue Connie. Don't tell anyone what I'm doing. Yeah, um, because they don't so need the distraction no. from trying to literally save the world but he needs to go deal with this which is a good move for wit yeah and it, it and it is a situation where it's like we've seen wit be kind of cold and heartless so many times and then we see him just being like well it doesn't actually matter because what's most important right now is me saving connie yeah and whatever i have to do whether you know yeah and it's it's maybe a little bit like really wit like you have to take this all on yourself and not you know accept help in it yeah but it also i don't know it feels right it for feels whatever reason. well it feels justified in the moment because he's like because he clarifies you don't call the fbi just you and then he yep yeah charles does the classic villain thing of like come alone yeah like you can't or else yeah. something bad's gonna happen yeah and so um so this is um, Jason's whole thing when he calls is like he thinks he has a plan to yeah. to to stop it. He's found some stuff, and it's interesting because they was previously like, man, this is the kind of thing we need Mitch for, and then they figure it out without Mitch at all. Yeah, which shows kind of that 
they had that line just to remind people that Mitch was supposed to be there. Was was with Connie. Yeah. Um. Which. Whatever. Yeah. No. It, no. It, it's like it's a good way of doing it. Yeah. It is. It a really only. Good way. It only. Yeah. It. It's one of those things that only because I'm taking ridiculous notes am I like oh that I see nice. what you did but like just because you have dialogue to service the plot is not a bad thing no it's literally yeah. what you have to do it's a radio show yeah <laughs> it's all you can right. do pretty much um so oh so with the phone call with the phone call um uh with charles um to basically calls up wit wit's getting yeah, his car cell, yep. and they're saying like you know like like how do i know that you actually have connie then he puts connie on the phone you hear her voice um and then charles kind of explains how like listen you know uh, my boss doesn't like me the fbi certainly likes me certainly doesn't like me like i have nothing to lose right and he's like what are you gonna do to her and he's like i, I have to. the point is is that he's literally his back is against the wall and the only thing he can do is hold this other person as hostage so to give him somewhat of right. immunity yep. at the moment. Um, yep. And so now um, Jason's walking Tom through steps. Yes. Has Tom put in triumphant. Yes. Um, which was previously a word um, when Mitch was getting the shopping list. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You know, greasy chips. Triumphant. Uh, launch Cola, date. Launch date. Triumphant. Claremont. Claremont. All of that stuff. So triumphant was in there and is now the code that opens, yeah, that opens a uh, secret room yeah. with the imagination, imagination station. station inside. Yeah. Uh, the imagination so cool. station, yeah, that was stolen from Wit's End mm-hmm. by Charles's goons yep. because of Erica. Yes. Freaking Erica. <laughs> through the tunnel, which we will later call back. It's real good it's really good it's so it's so well done and like the sounds of like the wall sliding back it's like like oh my gosh yeah um yeah and so and so we jump to um we jump to mitch and nick right mitch and nick i love that this is so good so good nick is really good in this in this scene um so they review nick's nick's basically like what send's been closed for the trial yeah um and like he's just coming to clean up the kitchen. He also says, "I'm glad to hear you're alive." To yeah, Mitch, yeah, which is great. That's a nice um, callback. And so they're just kind of chit chatting out there. Yeah. Mitch is like, "Connie's car's here. She's not. This is where we were supposed to meet." Yeah, he's he's concerned. And then Wit's camera moves. Yeah, and you kind of hear like the mm-hmm. like the camera moving. And he's like, and then he starts talking all quiet. And he's like, "Do the cameras normally move?" And he's like, "Well, you can control them." in in the uh in wit's office but yeah and and then they basically kind of realize that something's something's happening yeah somebody's yeah. in wit's office pretty yep much. and we move and then we immediately move to charles watching them mm-hmm. from wit's office and connie's there tied up and gagged yeah and then he says something like how could you make so much noise with a gag on or something like that yeah yeah that's funny um um and yeah, and it just plays into Connie's whole thing of talking, and then so so we go we go down back outside to where Mitch and Nick are, and Mitch is like, "All right, Nick, like pretend to tr- like try and get in, yeah. and then realize you're like you have the wrong key, yeah. and then meet me back, you know, out by my car." Um, so well done. 
He's so good with the spy stuff. Yeah. Good thing, you know, the cameras don't have audio, one. that sort of thing. Yeah. But, I mean, they typically don't, so. Not for security cameras um, normally. No. But, but yeah, that's, that's really good. And then we go to, um, Tom talking on the phone with Jason. Yes. Um, yeah. They're, uh, looking at the, um. The panel, the, right? Yeah. Well, he says, he says, you know, is the, can you use the emergency reset button? It's covered with a steel plate. Yeah. So they can't do that. Um, he's like, Tom, you know, can you reprogram it from the inside? Yeah. He's like, well, um, we're going to have to re- reprogram it from the inside, but that's not going right. to like, cause he, yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing because he's not there and he can't improvise it. And Tom doesn't know what he's doing because he's Tom. Right. And so he kind of like, he's like, just get with Like we need, like, I really, we, he says this like three or four times over the course of the episode. He's like, yep. we really need dad. Like we yeah. really, which interesting. I mean, it's kind of nice that he's calling him dad in this moment mm-hmm. it's sweet but yeah I like um lot. yeah it's yeah. it's really tense this like super tense moment yep and um, so so he's calling wit getting a busy signal yeah my my other i don't know random note is that like the phone that tom's calling from in the shed must be cordless it has because to be. yeah another room has opened up and, and he's, he's in there on the in phone there. <laughs> he's still on or it's a really long cord man <laughs> it could be a small room could be a big cord we don't know we don't know uh i know i think i i assume it's a cordless phone but, yeah um it's just funny because that wasn't handset. what I was picturing. And no, then no, I, no. I was picturing the the classic, yeah, the like classic. flat corded phone, and then I was like, "Oh, I guess it's got to be cordless." Yeah, but um, and so we're then we then so his phone's busy, Be- and we go out on that, and then it's Wit uh, Wit talking to Charles in the car. He's giving Wit directions as to where to drive. Yeah, and they're and Wit's kind of like, "Are you just like sending me on a wild goose chase?" He's like, "Well, do you want to risk that?" Yeah. Do you want to go back and risk it that like, because I mean, I have Connie. Like, do you want to risk that? Yeah. And then what's just I, kind of like defeated. And he's like, "Okay, which way do I go on twenty three or whatever?" Right. Or seventy three, maybe. Right. It, so here, I, I think this is the point at which I want to discuss it. Go for it. Obviously, we know that Charles is just improvising and trying to do whatever. Like, he's, yeah. he's freaking out. But what is his plan? Because here's the thing. he's Wit would know if he was getting directions back to Wit's end. Yeah. So he's just being sent on a wild goose chase to stall for time, basically, so that the launch can happen. Yeah. In the meantime, Charles has Connie kidnapped... Yes. In Wit's office. Yes. Why is he, why did he do it? In, like, Connie was at Wit's end when he nabbed her because she was waiting outside for Mitch. Yeah. I don't know how he knew she was there. And I don't know why he took her to Wit's office as the spot. He could have just fleeing to another location. He could have been going to Wit to take him out. To, right. to, to get rid of him, not finding him finds connie kidnaps connie uses her as collateral to then get rid of wit so so the launch can still happen right to get wit like out on a goose chase whatnot it just it seems because wit doesn't know that she's out or no but it i don't know like i guess i guess it's coincidence but like if if he had nabbed connie and taken her to any other building he would have he would have been okay. Like, well, 
he wouldn't have been arrested. He would have still had Connie. Yeah. The launch still would have happened because of Tom. Yeah. Like, Wit doesn't... Well, Wit kind of does. Yeah. So maybe maybe it wouldn't have. But it just... It seems a little bit like... I guess the question is, where would he have taken her? Yeah, I guess all he wouldn't have is compromised. Yeah, Novacom's but, compromised. He doesn't really have access to, like, the chairman or anything like right. that. No, no, you're, you're, I'm, you're probably right. It just... Yeah, it... Everything lines up really well. Conveniently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, Doesn't help what's caused, that's for sure. But yeah. Um, so so we um Yeah, we're then we then commercial break again and we go to uh Mitch and Nick mm-hmm. talking and this is where they're like Mitch is like, you know, is there any other way into into the building? And Nick's like, Well, no like proper way in and Mitch is like, What does that mean? He's like, There's the tunnel I got in trouble for using it. And Mitch is like, look, Nick, like you yeah, just, just have, have to do it. It's such Connie's a life comment. is on the line. It's, it's great. And I love Mitch just being like, oh man, I'm, or Nick, Nick's like, I'm going to get fired. Mitch yeah. is like, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take all the blame. Yeah. Um, what a guy. And then we have, yeah. cause which is the opposite of kind of what happened last time right. as far as like how he was handling it. Um, good character arc but also yeah. we get mention of the servant's staircase in the kitchen because yep. he says okay is there any way into wit's end that we don't know about and he says the tunnel is there any way into wit's office that we don't know about right the secret servant staircase which we also have already known about yep um servant staircase doesn't have doesn't have cameras yeah is the no big cameras. thing yeah and so um so then nick oh i i guess we should cut back i there's just like a real quick five minutes to go warning from tom yeah and that's it yeah and then and then we got to charles watching the cameras Mm. up in the office with connie and nick walks nick walks in um starts through the kitchen and starts mopping and then he's mopping the ceiling and he blocks the camera yeah and is it like it's it's like Charles is as great voice. He's like, oh, good boy, Nick. You're mopping. You're like you're cleaning the kitchen. Yep. And what are you doing with the ceiling? Ah! And they, like you can't see it. Yeah. It's, it's really good. It's it's a testament to Charles is scrambling and doesn't have a plan. Yeah. But like, he walks out of Wit's office. Yeah. To go down and do what with Nick? Uh, pull the gun on him, bound, bound and gag him. I suppose. I I guess. That's probably the only option. Yeah. Um, Which we really don't know what happens to Charles at this point in time. No, we? we don't. We never we never really find out how... Well, no, it... we do. We find out really quick. So so he blocks the camera. Nick blocks the camera. Mitch leaves. Or yeah, Charles, Mitch just is out Charles <laughs> leaves. Mitch comes in. So while the camera's being blocked, Mitch comes in the kitchen entrance, goes up the servant staircase. Yes. As Borwin's coming down the regular staircase, he then goes to its office, opens the door, saves Connie in a Your great... superhero. Like, and a great scene. You but, saved me! But it's not, like, it's not overly, like... Cheesy. No, it's not overly cheesy, and it also doesn't paint Mitch as being this, like... Like, you, you made the superhero joke, but it doesn't really come across like that as no, much. No, no, no. Not um, at all. He's just kind of just doing the thing. Yeah. Like, he's very much a normal guy in this situation. More so what I would say is um, when they interact with Connie, so he goes in, they, he takes off her uh, gag or whatever, and she's like, oh, you saved me, and it's this really sweet moment. And she's like, so I guess you're really not dead, and I guess, yeah. like, I think he, she says, like, thank you for doing all this stuff. 
and but the way that the sequence of events that she goes through, she says like, "Thank you for doing what you did as Aram, and then dying, and then not actually being dead, and then saving me." Yeah. And it's like, "Oh my gosh, Mitch is a messianic figure. <laughs> He's just Jesus." Yeah, like, which yeah. is crazy that Mitch. And okay, I'll do it now. Um, yep. In this episode, we get this really cool idea of people relinquishing their power and still accomplishing the greater good as opposed to taking up arms and fighting back. Yep. So Wit relinquishes his power to save Connie and basically yep. takes himself out of the equation even right. though he's the best one to deal with it. Yep. And we get the same thing with Nick where... Mitch. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we get the same thing with Mitch where he gives up his power as... Aram to work for the FBI and like do their thing and then yep. is able to again right um and he also uh, has abandoned like he the the thing that I think makes this scene work so well is he abandoned the FBI yeah. to go spend time with Connie yeah when he tries to do that he realizes what has happened and improvises a plan to get her out but it wasn't as though he, the FBI got a call yeah. from Wit saying, you know, Connie was kidnapped. And Sent then Mitch, Mitch to get it. Right. And then Mitch, like, kicks down the door, action hero y. Yeah. He's just, like, Fair. scrambling to do this. And it's really, really well. great. And talking about, like, people, like, you know, giving up parts of them and whatever, like, the whole sacrifice and whatever. Yeah. We get. We get the destruction of the Imagination Station, which is a huge sacrifice play. Exactly. At the end of this episode. Good on you. Good on you. Um, there's also, there's just a really good quote in the, in the official guide from Marshall Younger talking about this exact scene. Oh, okay. Where he's talking, the, the scene in, here, I'll, I'm just going to verbatim read it. The scene in Exit where Mitch rescues Connie could have been melodramatic with the hero untying the damsel in distress in the nick of time, and the damsel gushing all over the hero. But I decided to make it a Connie moment and get rid of the mushiness. Yeah. One of the first things out of her mouth is, did you get your hair cut? For me, that line makes the show. Yeah. And I fully agree. Yeah, that's and that's what makes the moment so good and makes it like down to earth. It's like, that moment instantly does not become him being the hero. It becomes... Him being Mitch and her loving Mitch, because yeah, because they haven't, they haven't gotten to be face to face. Yeah, since she was praying, he was at the trial. Yeah, and before that, he they got to I am and that sort yeah. of thing, but this is like this is their their reunion. Yeah, exactly. More than it is him saving her, it's them being together again. And then he goes, I just was styling it differently. Yeah, <laughs> she's, it's really, and, and she's like. It's awesome. He's like, you look great, right, too. too. Like, it's... I love it Yay! so much. Like, they're... Just their chemistry is perfect. Yeah. They have great banter. It is... And it cuts the moment well. And that's like... Yeah. It it, it does. It breaks It breaks tension. It, and it and, feels real. Mm-hmm. In the same way that Tom being, like, nervously, you know, joke machine is the, it's the same thing where it's like... This is still a kid show. This is still enjoyable. This isn't constant stress because it's interjected by these moments of like these characters that we already know and love being themselves just in these exceptional circumstances. Yeah. 
I like it. Thank I you. like it a lot. Thank you. Um, and so Mitch then also mentions that Borland is going downstairs and nabbing Charles. Yes. So he, which I also love, that when Mitch put this plan into place, he didn't just make it like, just all right, and Nick him. and I are going to like do this thing. Yeah. He We're also set a booby trap and right. drop no. a mop bucket on his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. No. No Home Alone style uh, shenanigans. It is like. I'm I'm doing this. I need to take action now, but also like backup is on the way. Yeah. Borland's coming in. Yeah. He's gonna you know, he's gonna arrest Charles. That's gonna be great. <laughs> what I want is like a like a rude Goldberg machine of them <laughs> luring him into the room of consequence and so he can see what the world looks like when it's been enslaved by Novacom. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. Um then then we get a three minute warning with mm-hmm. um uh jason once again just being like tom you need to get, get wit. wit yeah like, like really he has that. run out of yeah. things to try they have novacom's managed to block out like mm-hmm. all of the ways that they that jason knows offhand to stop it yeah and wit is the imagination station expert not oh, jason oh the thing that we forgot to mention so when mitch is in the room with connie connie says get the phone he's on get the phone because oh, yes. he uses um mr charles phone who yep. is always on the phone with wit right to um to get to tell wit like that where yeah, they're it's, at, it's they're in okay. the drawer connie mentions it's in the drawer so wit then talks to connie and then but then he can hang up right and he tells he tells mitch to call jason yeah um and then, which it, which was a, why wouldn't he just call Jason? Well, yeah, it was it was a little bit weird, or maybe because he... because the call ends up in the next scene, Jason's phone rings, yeah, and it's but it, it and it's wit, but it's, it's while he's on Mitch. the phone with Tom. Yes, his phone rings while he's on the phone with Tom. I assume he's just got two phones. No, but then it's wit on the call with Jason and Tom. Mitch is not being heard here. Uh huh. So it's weird. When he's like tells Connie to have Mitch call Jason, what actually happens is Wick just calls Jason. Yes. So it's like a little bit it's weird, but I'm I'm fine to move past it. Yeah. I'm a um bit. and so uh Jason's phone rings, he picks up, it's a call between all three of them now, mm-hmm. and uh there's one minute to go. Yeah. And this is where Wick calls tells Tom to type applesauce into the imagination station yep he's like get into the console type applesauce call back to uh early album five yeah the episode on um the episode's titled applesauce a bite of applesauce a bite of applesauce it's uh the mission accomplished episode or album yeah um yeah basically applesauce is this top secret program no it's what's the one it's the one before mission it's the one before mission accomplished it's uh Daring Deeds and Sinister Schemes. Yes, that's what it is. Yep. I don't know that to be for sure. Let me check. I No, A Bite of Applesauce is on is on that because it's the fifth album. And that's, that's yep. that. Yeah. Look at me. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Woo-hoo. so yeah, they're that whole. Yeah. So, so before we really unpack Applesauce, we jump to the chairman monitoring the uplink. Mm-hmm um with barry just for a brief moment and then we cut back with tom finishing to type it in and then wit says push the red button 
So at this point, 59.5 seconds have passed since we, since Tom says one minute to go. Yeah. So he had half a second to before, push the red button before the world right. is over. Right. Which, well done. It's so good. Well and done. And I love that, like, that they have, yeah, him typing it in. They jump to the chairman. They cut back. Like, all this stuff. The timing is perfect. perfect. It's so good. And obviously, they put a lot of, yeah, a lot of time into that. Making um, it work. See, honestly, you can give a consistent timeline. <laughs> you could do this. Yeah. Um, you could have been doing this all along. Yeah, it's really fun. We're just giving um, us character ages, you know. Yeah, and so then we get a smattering Sm- of clips. Yeah, it's a ton of... Basically, he pushes the red button. It's yep. self-destructing. Right, which push stage. the red button is like how you start every yeah. Imagination Station adventure. Like, yes. it's a big... Yeah. It's a big Odyssey staple. Mm-hmm. Um, the, all right, just push the red button. Like yeah. it's it's the as close to like a catchphrase as the series has. So yeah, it's for great as the climax of this huge series. Yeah, is, you just gotta push like, the button. Yeah, is you know push the button like that's the solution. And then we just get this. What would you call it? It's. it's I a, put SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of like. A little clip showy, yeah. but it's 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 glitchy. But it's it's playing through all of these clips from other episodes, yeah. involving the, the imagination, imagination station. station with like so, kids and like characters, yeah, like kids, Saul. I think, yeah. The there are biblical characters going back from the first episode of of um with the imagination station in it, yeah, and. Pulling all these clips, biblical characters, Thomas Edison's in it for a hot sec. Yeah. There's a bunch of different kids. You hear Digger. Yeah. Um, you hear the original Hal Smith wit. Oh um, man, yeah. Which is which is a really cool nice homage. Um, yeah. Intentional or otherwise. And so yeah, there's just all the way that of I imagine this, it Yeah. It's all happening at once. Yep. And I know that it's taking place in like these screens like flickering from one thing to another, but like I kind of imagine it as like it's smoking and like you can smell all of the different smells at once. Yeah. Where it's like you know, in one speaker you're hearing this and in another speaker you're hearing this and you're getting it's all just these different sensory. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's all these different sensory inputs. Yeah. Yeah, and we should say that like Jason, like applesauce, is the self-destruct sequence for the imagination station. Yeah, it's 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 killing itself pretty much. Yep, and Jason's kind of freaking out, like yeah. you know, like are you sure you want to do this? It's like this is the imagination station. Now there's also one in Connellsville, but yeah, but this is like the this original. is a lot of a lot of work, a lot of history. It's. So the one that Wooten threw a freaking fire extinguisher it's, through. <laughs> it's so important. Yeah. And it's such like the imagination station is so tied to Odyssey. Odyssey as a show. And with send as a building. Yeah. And it's Yeah. And there is a weird thing where it's like or Tom's kinda like, what'll that or Jason I think says, you know, kinda like what what is that even gonna do? And what says he doesn't know? 
which is a weird thing about yeah. like you program well, self-destruction. Well, I mean, he, it could sequence. be something that like they had used his technology for something else, and somehow like if he's gonna plug it into something to destroy it, like what's gonna happen? Because we don't know what Novacom's done to the Imagination Station at this point yeah. in time. Yeah, um, if they've changed but, anything. So that yeah. that was the way that I interpreted it at least. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we get all these, like, glitchy clips. And yep, and then it cuts really to the chairman. Cool. Yeah, um, just uh, Barry says, like, the uplink is malfunctioning. There's no signal from the imagination It's like station. it's not even there. Yeah, and the chairman says, it's over. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And he's like, it's not impossible, it's Whitaker. <laughs> Which yeah. is uh, his, right. the name of his uh, bridal servicing company. Uh, dreams by constance's direct competitor <laughs> not impossible Whitaker. yeah um and so we then jump to tom and wit talking in a it's not delivery it's Whitaker. <laughs> okay i'm done i promise i'm done yeah we've got a we, really we, tender we, moment yeah we cut we cut to a scene with tom and wit talking in just it's so good it's great. It's like Tom's like, can... yeah, they're, they're like, I imagine them like sitting on like a porch step, just yeah. kind of like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. And Tom's like, what, what just happened Wit? and wit says you saved, saved the, the world, world. <laughs> which is awesome. You I love it so much. <laughs> and then Tom's <laughs> like, oh, well, I can't wait till we have that talk. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for our long talk wit. Yeah. It's great it's the, such the a echoing arthur moment. dent's constant you know yeah, i saved, saved the, the world, world thing wait like matches the same canter and just you saved the world it's awesome and tom's response of just being like oh that's nice <laughs> yeah well because he's yeah he's so overwhelmed by everything and he's so like folksy and like down to earth like he's not yeah, yeah. it's not like he takes that as an immediate pad to his yeah. ego and so um and then we get the FBI getting Charles, arrest, arresting Charles at uh, Wit's End. Um, and then Connie and Mitch are together, and they're outside Wit's End. And Connie says something like, oh, you know, it's really nice that you that you came over here and, like, saved the day. Like, most boyfriends just bring flowers or something like that. And Mitch is like, wait, I've got flowers in my car. Because, yep. of course, he does. Yep. We, I, we, we get a... Uh, um... We get the Borland cuffing Charles. Yeah, and Charles, and, like, scrambling. Him being yeah. like, I'll do anything. He, lo- he loses, like, all levels of, like, sophistication and yeah. menace. Yeah. He's just like, and then and then, he, and then Borland's like, well, what if we mention this to the chair, chairman? He's like, okay, I didn't say anything. <laughs> like, who's the chairman? Like, I don't even know that. Like, yeah. And then it kind of cuts on him being like, actually, I'm not actually even, like, like, him trying to distance himself from everything as opposed to using his connection to be leverage. Yeah. Um... And then we cut to Tom and Agnes at Hillendale, presumably. Uh, yep. And oh my lord, it's so touching. It's so good. Because basically Tom walks up, and I'm presuming that Agnes is sleeping, or she's just staring out the window blankly or something like that, because she's clearly yep. very out of it. Um, and, uh, and Tom's just kind of there. I, I forget what Tom's... What is, do, you, do you know what Tom says to Agnes? Um, he, oh, he mentions the painting. Oh, yes, he found, I found your painting. I found your painting, and then he also mentions, like, I'll be back. 
I'll yeah. be back tomorrow. It's a beautiful landscape or something like that. And she's not, re- she's not replying and anything like that. And then she just goes like honeysuckle. And she just like says that. And, yeah. uh, from, from when they had their walk through, mm-hmm. through his, his place. And it's, and then she's like, Oh, don't you just, or can't you smell the honeysuckle or something like that? Which is again, a callback to yeah. their walk when she was, um, feeling much better. It is, it is a tough, tough scene is this the last we hear from agnes ever uh no it's not does agnes die i don't think so although tom does i don't i don't know i'm not when does tom die after like past where i've listened yeah his actor dies and then i and then they just like don't talk about him for a while yeah and then there's there's a apparently a an arc with like his will and whatnot at some point so but there's there's definitely an agnes thing in the future because there's the whole agnes and uh joanne mm-hmm. uh storyline yeah we get yes. that like two or three episode arc with the two of them and so the the next scene after that heartbreaking one is jason uh visiting monica in prison mm-hmm. yeah and um, then Monica basically says that she's going to prison, like yep. she's got a court hearing, and then he's like, I'll, you know, like, don't beat up any of your cellmates. Yep. And uh, and she's like, well, maybe I'll see you when I'm on parole or something like that. And he's like, oh, well, who knows, you know, parole couldn't be that too far away, or maybe I'll visit you. Yep. Like, maybe I'll visit you now and then. She's like, are you going to bring flowers? <laughs> yeah. Um, and... It's in such an interesting relationship between them because there was this like definite like romantic tension. Yeah, it kind of gets cut off, and I mean, do we ever hear from Monica again? No, no. So he mentions he mentions coming back and bringing flowers on Valentine's Day. Like yeah. I like, I like the the groundwork that's potentially set there, and it's not. It's never. This is her last up. episode. Yeah. Um, but the idea well, that like in his head that they can be. Like, in they've both resolved to the fact that, like, they can't be, but they're better off believing that they can, you know? Yeah, and I don't even know. Like, I think, I don't know. Jason seems to be genuinely, like, maybe there could be something there. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like he... It seems like one, at least the way that I interpret it is like, and for me, I would say like, in my experience, like if you break up with somebody and then you say like, who knows, maybe we'll get back together in a couple, you know, months yeah. or years or whatever. Like you, you do kind of get this vibe of it's like, this is goodbye, right? but maybe it's not forever right. and yeah. maybe there is something in the future. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I would have been, would have been interested to. To see, to that. see that play out, um, and then we we go from there to, to Wit's answering machine, right? No, no, no. There's a scene before oh, with that Wit where Wit's putting together the imagination station, and Alex is talking about joining swim team. Yeah, it doesn't serve a real purpose except to set up things are like going normal. back to normal. Yeah, it's like, the yeah the whole point of it is it's just like literally just Wit talking about kid things with the kids and it's like things are normal now yep. 
this is what Wit does. He doesn't have to save the world. He doesn't have to be, you know, secret agent. He doesn't. Yeah, nobody's on yeah. trial. He's just putting together the imagination station, like he always does, and is talking with Cal about Cal's things. Yep, which is so nice. It's Alex. It's not Cal. Oh, Al- yeah, yeah, it's but, Alex. I'm sorry. But no, I, I I like it a lot too. Yeah. And then yeah, and then we jump to the basically the final scene of the episode. Yeah. Um, which is a which phone ringing. It goes to an answering machine, and it's, it's Eugene. It's Eugene saying, "Hey, wait, it's me. Yeah, checking in. Yeah, um, just just letting you know, like, you know, I might, I might resurface at some point here. Got stuff to figure out. Yeah, he um, says, like, I've got a lot of questions that only time will like answer. I've considered returning to Odyssey, but I don't know if I'm quite there yet. Yep, buying time for <laughs> Jess Arnell." <laughs> Will Ryan. Will Ryan, sorry. You're talking about, yeah. Buying time for Will Ryan to get back on the series because he's still got like another two or three years till he turns up again. Yeah. Um, and this this is all existing lines repurposed. I could, I was going to ask you, they, I figured that they was They did the case. it nicely because they could do the glitchy, like kind of glitchy, his phone's cutting out. Yeah, it's fuzzy. fuzzy because it's on an answering machine, all of that stuff. But. There are a couple like notable things of um, it starts off with the greetings, Mr. Whitaker. It is yeah. I, Eugene, which is yeah. from uh, Poke and Berry Christmas. Oh, um, there's also lines from um, from the turning point. Okay, um, when he becomes a Christian, mm-hmm. right? Because that's when he was talking about the the perhaps one day I will. I can't honestly say. Yeah. Him, ending the thing with saying wit is from gone there's just like a bunch of different okay. audio pulled together it's also notable too this isn't notable if you're only listening to novacom but for eugene in general he doesn't say he never calls wit wit no like it only happens a couple yeah, times he calls so him it's, mr whitaker yeah so yeah. it's a really nice tender thing at the end of this for wit for him to just say yeah wit so it goes out on that. Yeah. And then we get a Chris wrap up. Yep. And it's interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't. Have, no, I have no, I have no, like, I have no bad feelings. She basically, she kind of comes back around. It's like so much has happened, but we've also learned so much. Yep. And I, I kind of, I kind of like, and you know, this is probably just my theology being conjectured, but like, I like the fact that she doesn't feign the idea that all of this was orchestrated mm, but yes. instead it was used yeah. and like and there are valuable things that are being learned from this even though like we can all agree that bad things happened as a result of this yeah um and you know like so tom has justice wit gets wisdom aubrey has you know new faith um and then we kind of get this montage of these praying characters yeah it's wit aubrey connie tom jack yeah all all pray in a way that where one kind of sets up the next yeah um but it is like genuinely like beautiful way to end things it is it is because it is you know it is a christian show and it is a christian um like like they do try and base at least arcs around morals and things like that and 
I think that it is important to pull it back and be like, hey, so this is actually what we learned from this. And that's like big moments I think of like, like Wit realizing we've been fighting this with all the wrong weapons. Like we need to Mm -hmm. be praying and Jason being like, we, we, we really need to be praying. And, and the trial scenes where they're interjecting with prayer and like how that is controlled, like, you know, falling, falling back on like what's really, what, what the real power is, you know? And it's, it's, kind of emotional too oh like, it's it's incredibly like, emotional i was like wow this is just like there's just cutting between these major characters from this arc with just them pouring their hearts out and having um yeah yeah just having it all kind of tie up in that is really good I and mean, this isn't a thing that ever happens where you get like a scene in the middle of a chris recap yeah where she's like yeah. oh let's go check back in yeah which kind of drew me back to like those early odyssey episodes where chris where, was like a character yeah where she had like a lot more weird involvement with the show yeah um, yeah but but yeah, yeah. those are some early episodes oh my gosh mm-hmm. that's it's really good it is it's really really good, really good. um closing thoughts on this episode in particular yeah um i'm just i'm i'm really happy with it yeah it i love that they did like they set enough groundwork in the previous episodes where they could kind of wrap up the climax of this episode around like the halfway point and then have Mm. like a nice easing down yeah return to normalcy people actually talking about what just happened and and that stuff Mm-hmm. which was really really cool and really just yeah really really well done tying up character arcs like so again like i talked about um mitch earlier kind of being like a messianic figure and like what he was doing and kind of like going away and coming back and right, saving basically people coming back from the dead and wit and wit in the same figure but also tom being the one that gets rid of it and then i even like a character like borland like we see borland effectively thwart the bad guys mm-hmm. and we haven't seen that so far like yep. we've seen him be a, a somewhat of a step behind this whole time yeah the chairman gets away but but charles yeah. who's been the main villain for us yeah is put behind bars uh we um who else i mean monica as well yeah we get we get closer closure for monica's character um we even get I mean, we even get closure closure for uh eugene and agnes and like characters that are and alex just yeah. kind of going back to normal and yeah mitch and connie not just they're being reunited mm-hmm. they they talk about you know having a they're planning a date yeah with mac and cheese and salami sandwiches of course um and nick chimes in and about it being gross and, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Just like, I got you. And, and connie says get lost yeah Nick, get lost, which i Nick. love it's so good there yeah it's i'm really glad we're covering county mitch stuff after this yeah yeah and i'm like i don't know i mean just novacom as a whole like now that we're seeing like i was gonna say let's yeah let's do this so i'm gonna hit on this i think before we before we talk about our overall thoughts and series, I want to hit on a couple interesting notes. Yeah. One, who knows, maybe they'll still hit this. Maybe they've completely abandoned it. There is 
clear setup for this for this to not be over in in a way that we both talked about like it's weird that the monica stuff is dropped going forward yeah um where it seemed like they were kind of planting seeds there and then they Mm -hmm. and they she never comes back there also seem to be seeds planted around um around the chairman we never find out who the chairman is he gets away completely unscathed Mm -hmm. this is his only appearance yeah and he has that ominous it's over for For now. now yeah and i don't i don't think that there i mean it wouldn't be crazy for them to do something with Novacom, mm-hmm. but it does feel a little bit like the time has passed. Yeah, we're far it enough has been removed. Like twenty years since the start of Novacom. Yeah, that it seems like now they did do some crazy stuff. Like they stretched Blackard out over a really long time. Yeah, but Blackard's it does revenge. kind of feel like this isn't something they're ever going to dip back into. But they could. They could. And I think that they intentionally did that after because the whole Blackard thing was before this, so. Yeah. They kind of left it open so we yeah. could get that. So yeah, so I don't I don't know if we're ever going to hear from the chairman again, that's yeah. for sure. It's unless there's something in the new episodes we don't know about. Well, so there's nothing currently, but obviously yeah. like we'll keep tabs on it. And if for some reason they uh they start tying stuff into Novacom, you know we'll be on it, guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um even if our show is done at that point, we will come, come back, back for that's that. It, that's it. That's, that's because, what's bringing us back. Because it's crazy. It's crazy to think about all this stuff because we have been talking about it as such this self-contained story. And yeah. then it does set more stuff up. And there's more, like, with a lot of our Connie and Mitch stuff and even with Eugene, we mm-hmm. kind of classify that as, like, Novacom Aftermath. Yeah. We will touch back on Novacom stuff, but... Things like it's all in hindsight. Things like the chairman and Monica and yeah. that stuff is like that chapter is closed. Yeah, this is um, it. So, who knows what'll come back? And then, the only other thing is I want to read, uh, maybe the craziest thing I've got from the from the official guide. Okay, go for it. Um, which is they're talking about the early stages of. Uh, the brainstorming for what's going to happen with Novacom. There was a lot of talk about, like, that they didn't... um, There's a quote from Paul McCusker saying, like, he he can't wait until this is all in, like, one volume. Yeah. Because it's going to, like, just so that you can figure out what is happening. Yeah, he's like it was such a simple idea when we started, and it is just his quote exploded. Yeah, and um, the uh, Kathy uh, Buchanan, John Beebe, Nathan Hubler all like cite Exit as being their favorite episode of the Novacom saga, hmm. um, with Marshall Younger coming in to be like. Plan B Part Four Resistance is his favorite, and I was like, <laughs> I love it. I like the one, you the one contrarian, and also a great choice. Oh yeah, it's um, a top-notch episode. But 
but there's this portion in the book where they're talking about planning the the how this thing was gonna end mm-hmm. and it's crazy so i need to just just yeah. read this go for it so this is uh nathan hoover writing the book okay. this is this is a hit this isn't like because some of the, the sections of this book have other people writing mm-hmm. it but this is specifically hoover so um from the very early stages of brainstorming team members debated on how it should end our initial ideas included wit announcing on radio or tv exactly what novacom had been doing which makes some semblance of sense this is where it's crazy another idea involved arthur dent being programmed to kill wit but instead choosing to kill charles and then Wit leaping in front of the bullet to save Charles's life. That would have been so cool! <laughs> there is... So there is a version of this script in which Wit dies at the end. He dies. Like, dead, dead. Or he just gets shot. Maybe he just gets shot. I can't imagine that they would write it into an end of Wit. Well, they did, though. Like... The Mortal Coil is literally written as the end of Wit. Which one's that episode? Mortal Coil is the Imagination Station for Heaven. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That was written as the Hal Smith send finale. Off. Yeah. Send off. This was going to be it. And they ended up liking it a lot and then just deciding to air it. Mm-hmm. Then Hal Smith passes, and they write Wit out of the show. They send him off to the Middle East for a while, and we get Jack and Jason kind yeah. of sharing the burden of what Wit had been. Yeah. Um, and then they bring Wit back in in search for Wit, and then we get this. And so it does seem weird if they just brought him back in in search for Wit to then kill, kill him, him off. off. Uh, immediately but that would have been good what a crazy crazy idea to have this whole concept of arthur dent is programmed to kill wit turns on wit and decides to kill charles and then wit leaps in front of the bullet dies, dies saves charles I like that a lot. I love the way this series ends. I think it's very good. But that, that would have been is, crazy. That would have changed I, Odyssey. Right. And that's the thing. Is that changes everything. everything. Like, if Wit, if Wit doesn't die, it doesn't change that much. No. But if Wit dies... What happens? Like... You killed off Wit. <laughs> yeah. We've had three actors. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't killed off Wit. No. No, we've... Just keep recasting him. Yeah. But, but I yeah. honestly... I, I kind of want them to, though, at this point. I kind of want them to kill off Wit and force a new chapter. Yeah, it's hard because the... Like, it now feels like they never will. Yeah. Like, with... But when, they never felt like they were going to kill off Tom. Sure, but... But they also deliberately never... Like, Tom wasn't recast. Yeah. Whereas, 
you had a plan for Hal Smith to be the end of Wit. What happens if like Connie has a heart attack? Like what? Ha- like they're old. Like everyone, everyone making Odyssey. Like that's like a that's kind of a concern because because we had so they had yeah, they had that plan and then they recast um they recast Wit with with Paul Harlinger um who we get for a while and then he dies suddenly yeah and they like do a real quick turnaround on casting Andre Stotka yeah who is currently with so yeah it does kind of seem like the that they're the plan is to never recast wit mm-hmm. or never sorry no, to never actually have him die but they can do yeah they can do whatever they have control so who knows but but yeah so you want to just talk overall novacom thoughts now i guess that's where we go well i have loved this so much yeah the series has held up so well to analysis it has it has obviously we have poked holes in things we have joked about issues with characters issues with characters all of that but nothing to where i honestly disliked anything no i don't not like the series as much now which is saying something because, because I'm a different person. <laughs> yeah, I'm a different person, and I have different perspectives on certain things. Yeah. And I've definitely, like, there are things that I dislike. Like, there, there are things that we definitely hit on that I disliked. Yeah. But there's also a lot that I appreciate now that I didn't as a child. No, all so the production like value, right. all the different transitions, the plot, the, the just the grandiose nature of the plot. Yep. Breaking down the plot like this has been really interesting yeah has given me a greater appreciation of how they tied things together because i would say before i subconsciously knew that things were pulling together yeah and now i am consciously aware of of all the different strings how they were they pull everything in yeah because it wasn't accidental like all of this was intentionally done um yeah it is like truly like intentional creation yeah and it and they knew what they were doing and i would say that it's like it's a satisfactory conclusion absolutely for and which is ridiculous considering the sheer amount of build like three albums yeah four albums it's been over four albums yeah Yeah, uh uh, like across that and just building this plot like all these things are happening, character development, character arcs, you know, uh, building and and co- concluding in different ways. And this is this is how it ends, and, like, I'm okay with it. Yeah. As much as it I'm would not... be crazy for Wit to jump in front of the bullet and, and die for, uh, for Charles, I'm okay with it not. Yeah, like, I think, I think it works. And I like the fact that all of this happens, and then life in Odyssey goes back to where it was. Yeah. Like, characters have grown and changed, mm-hmm. and relationships have started in Connie and Mitch's case, yeah. and developed with Jason and Monica, and changed with Agnes, and, like, all that stuff. Like, it doesn't feel like it's a reset. Yeah. But it does feel like we've been through a lot. And now, like... We're back to being the small town. Yeah, it's it's getting back to where it was. And it's crazy, because we have that, 
that um, incredible turnaround. And it's only because we have an established universe. We have an incredibly well-fleshed-out universe that we came into this with and that we're coming back to because all this is is 30 episodes or however many it is of... 28. Of stuff happening to these already existing characters. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like we started the show and this is the plot of the show and so now we have to figure out, like, the aftermath from it. This is a, like you know a a, what the drop in the bucket that is odyssey um as far as like overall is concerned and so you do have that incredible benefit of it being like well we killed the bad guys guess it's time to get back to the imagination station and you know learn about greed and like you know we can have some btv episodes and we can do like these characters have been through so much and it's just comforting that they didn't go away mm-hmm. and like you still have this familiar place that we didn't lose odyssey because of nova Comics. right you know right. the characters are just different yeah yeah people have people have changed especially especially aubrey yeah um but we didn't yeah it doesn't i like that it doesn't chip away at what odyssey is and doesn't like i don't know there's a comfort in the fact that things have kind of returned to the status quo yeah because imagine if wit had died in the end yeah then you're spending tons of time reeling from that yeah and trying to figure out what odyssey looks like and especially considering that the whole search for wit and stuff didn't happen that long before this. Like he hasn't been back for ages. Yeah. So yeah, it would have been, it would have been kind of nuts to, to like everything would have been in turmoil. And I like that we end in a place of peace. Exactly. And I, and I, I don't know. I just think it's a testament to the writing and I think it's a testament to the themes that they've managed to weave into this that like, that the reset point is what it is and it's yeah. so it's so comforting it is yeah because so much of this has been bad things happening to good people and now it's like these good people can go back to having good things happen to them mm-hmm. or be in their own little world that's somehow at the center of the universe yeah <laughs> absolutely uh that's all i that's all yeah. i got man yeah i'm out of breath no thank you thank you uh listeners for Riding coming along. along with us on this journey this has been crazy for us too like it, yeah it kind of feels like even though we are continuing it feels like our finale because yeah a little this bit. is what we set out to do and we freaking did it man like very nice like it's it's been yeah it's, it's been, been good... really cool it's been fun yeah just interacting with some of some of the people who i don't know other than through doing this show like that's yeah. been a crazy experience well and you get the benefit of watching the numbers go up <laughs> on like, yeah and who's listening and whatnot and it's getting to interact with yeah with people who aren't yeah are, are friends are, in real life right exactly the, <laughs> we have two the different friends, friends in real life joke from from early on in the show is now like Change. Changed. We've we the... become the Chalk Squad. But we got um, the Chalk Squad. <laughs> chalk Squad salute. But yeah, it's just, 
it's been really cool. Oh, and uh, I guess this is a, a good time to, to mention this as well, but I randomly, as I was working on stuff for the podcast this week, I kind of accidentally opened up our iTunes page and saw that in March we were left a, uh, a review. Oh, um, we actually have three five star reviews, but someone or three five star ratings, but someone actually wrote out like a a review. Are you um, going to read it? Uh, Can yeah, I read it? I'm not I'm not at all prepared for this. So user Nightwing 55 uh, says on uh, March 18th. Amazing. I love this. I'm not going to say I agree with everything, but I enjoy this. I don't know if you guys plan on making more, but please do. Well, I, we are planning on making more. We are planning <laughs> on making more Nightwing 55. Also, I genuinely love the saying, like, five-star review. Don't agree with everything you say, but I enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. is, like... That's exactly that's, what this is. Right. That's, like, I don't... Yeah, I'm not trying to be the the perfect, definitive Odyssey No. everything. It's well, like, and not everybody's going to, like... Yeah. It's exactly like the idea that everybody that listens to this podcast is going to like us for us and are being drawn to it because of Adventures in Odyssey. Yeah. The overlap is pretty small. So, like, I'm okay with the idea that people listen to it just because it's, I mean, if I'm being honest, we put out a quality product about something that's relevant. And even if I wasn't on it, I would listen to it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We, we make the show that we want to hear. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so it's really yeah it was really cool to get to get that from yeah to get to get a listener saying that and yeah. especially yeah i it's i, I realized that was left like two months ago now three months ago whatever and but nightwing but, 55 we see you yeah and i yeah just really appreciate that and i appreciate the other people who left reviews as well left the ratings and you know Hey, you guys want to keep doing it? Let's do it. I'm not going to complain. We won't. I um, mean, yeah, we could read reviews if we get them. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with I'm that. I'm happy to do I'll that. I'll at least read them personally if yeah. not over the pod. It, it, like, it genuinely, like, made me happy. Yeah. It made me happy in a week that had some... Some lower moments. Yeah, exactly. So... Thanks, guys. So, yes. Yeah, thanks. And, yeah, as, as we've been hinting at the past couple weeks, just, like... Twitter man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, reach like, out. Reach it, out. It has yeah, we've had a couple people through email, through Twitter, and now through this review, and even on on the some of the AIO forums and that sort of thing, interact with us a little bit. And yeah. it is really... It's weird to think that like I make an Adventures in Odyssey podcast that isn't a joke. You know, like, like people actually know it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, you it's know, been, it's been really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's awesome. It's really yeah. good. It makes me happy. And I'm excited. I'm excited to keep going with this. I'm oh, excited yeah. to keep going with the Eugene stuff and with the Kanye and Mitch stuff and uh, whatever yeah. series may follow that. Um, yeah. We've got so many ideas. Guys, so many ideas. There's a lot of episodes. There's a lot of episodes. <laughs> so many. Um, yeah. Uh, so what do you have to plug this week, Andrew? <laughs> oh boy, do I have something to plug. Finally, after so freaking long, uh, ticked off uh, season two of the Andrew Sabo podcast. My whoop, personal whoop. podcast. Yeah, man. Get one of those like signs that go, dun, 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 dun. 
Uh, <laughs> it's it's back. If you missed it, probably didn't, but it's okay. Um, basically, I sat down. Uh, episode one is uh, with my girlfriend, Alyssa Brenner. And we just sat down and talked a little bit about uh, a lot of things. We talked about music. Uh, we talked about kind of how we met. We talked about like, um, well, Nathan's mentioned a lot. Nathan was on the show in the Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and every week. And every week. <laughs> and every week. In the intro outro. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Avengers. We talked about other like superhero stuff. She shared a little bit of her testimony as far as like um, kind of, she's got a unique perspective in um you know, her relationship with Christ and, and where it is now compared to where it used to be. Like, she didn't really come from the traditional raised in the Christian home, pretended to be a Christian, and then decided to actually believe in it situation. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> never. Uh, it's but, it's really good. Um, yeah, I genuinely loved listening to it. Oh. Yeah, I make a podcast with Andrew, yeah. and I'm a friend of his, yeah. and I know Lisa, or yeah. Alyssa. Or both. But either or. Listen to the podcast if you want an explanation there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was it was so fun to hear. It's so. it's it's really fun. and um, um, Looking forward to, to the rest of the uh, of season two. Yeah, yeah. Next guest, uh, we've got a recording date set, is my friend Brandon. Uh, he hasn't... We've had a guest named brandon on the pod before it's a different brandon sorry it's confusing uh this one's not a rapper but he does make music um yeah yeah so see. look look forward to that look forward um, to that be sure to promo and, that when that comes yeah. out andrew's andrew's taking all of the uh the plug time so i've got nothing <laughs> you don't have anything no, oh, okay i don't have anything you we've got we've got all the time in the world we don't have a time restriction it's a podcast it's true it's um, great isn't it yeah uh just real quick the Andrew Sable podcast. You can. There's a link in my Instagram bio, which is just. There will be a Sable. link in, in the in the notes of this episode. Okay, that works too. I I always do that unless you're listening on Spotify, because um, they don't allow linking. Yeah, but um, it's real easy. Just yeah, it's, Andrew Sabo. Yeah, you look it up. There's, there's my profile and then the podcast. Yeah, yeah. If you look up Andrew Sabo, also on podcasting apps, you will find it that way too. There it is. Because there's not too many of you. Nope. Um. Well, I'm a yeah. Jealous um it's all right <laughs> but so yeah that is that's it that's that's the end of our podcast the that's end a wrap novacom um and we'll be back next week to talk about episode 503 between you and me bye bye guys <laughs> wadfam chalk pod is a presentation of the limits podcast co-op This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadFamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadFamChalkPod at gmail.com. Episode 28, Exit, was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick. Hoping you'll join us next time for more of the Wad Fam Chalk Pie.